Want to channel your inner unicorn? Tune in to Nitty's Knocker every Tuesday at 6.15 p.m. Central Standard Time on Q4.org. That's Q-U-E, the number four, dot org. Now tell me what you want You ain't got no dough Now tell me what you want Post it in the bed like I'm a kick a pond I ain't up in church with you eat Saint Laurent I came through the back but you came through the front Top the club, I need 10 hundred ones. Got a white bitch, I'm sipping duck. Can't get another ticket, I can't park the shit. Yo, bitch, like this shit, this shit got pockets. I just popped two pills, I turned to narcissist. I feel like big soldier with a hundred shoes. The bitch, give me next, she wrapped her head to do it. Left hand on my toolie, right hand on her booty. Fuck your bitch up in the dark again Yo, I got some pink molly, not no Percocet Hit the strip club, I'm tryna work a bitch But she doing real drugs, doing lines and all Decent real drugs, not no talent now You just call my phone, now tell me what you want You ain't got no dough, now tell me what you want Post it in the bed like I'm a kick a pond. I ain't up in church but the East Saint Laurent. Yup. What's up, y'all? We live. We are here. It is another week of Nitty's Knocker Radio. Hey. The weather is not so good today, but you know we know how to deal with it. Right? We Chicagoans. Till Chicago ends. You making the best well of this. spinning. Yeah, but it's Tuesday. We have very special guest today, uh, Nadia Simone of Insider TV. She has a very vast and amazing history in media. And I can't wait to have the artist talk with her at about 640. So stay tuned for that. But you know, we do this every Tuesday from 6 to 8 p.m. We have fun. We talk about unicorns, and today's unicorn gospel gonna be cracking because we really gonna talk about how it feels to be around people who showing fake love and how to understand that, mm-hmm. how to understand when it's fake love versus real love. But we gonna go ahead and get started with some entertainment as well as some uh, political news. Let's start with the political news first off. Mm-hmm. This abortion situation, they trying to overturn Roe versus Wade, all this crazy, and it's passing in certain states. They are passing laws to where abortions are illegal, and you will go and get crazy. the death penalty and go to jail for life, all this really mm. crazy stuff, because they're calling you a murderer after six weeks. Oh, my God. That's crazy. No matter if you are raped, no matter if you are, it's incest, no matter anything, it is illegal completely and also one of the republican uh senators i believe that was for it resigned you know why because he paid his mistress to have an abortion 
And wow. so he resigned because now you can't say nothing. And this is what's going on right now is with, with our with our ladies. You have a you have a state like Alabama. They're <clears throat> they're taking it a step further to like as soon as the child is conceived, it doesn't even have to be six weeks. Like you can't get an abortion. You at can't all. get a Plan B. Yeah, you. I guess that's considered abortion, right? A Plan B. Oh is a Plan B considered abortion? I know it's like the I next day. I mean, that's not a. It's preventative. Yeah, it's a preventative like drug. So maybe it's not, not an abortion. But though. it's still wild. Um, I seen D.O. Hughley. He commented uh, to the TMZ earlier, I believe, and he made a point as far as um, if you pay attention to states that are outlawing <laughs> abortion, um, they're almost like elevating rape and rape culture in a sense. And he said these are the same states that the same states that were endorsing slavery and mm. rape was a part of the culture as far as the way they mm-hmm. controlled slaves. And so he said there's a lot of correlation between the black movement and the women's movement. And you have these these same sort of people who are oppressing both uh, both of those groups, you know, the rights, yeah, the civil rights and stuff. So it's, it's <coughs> up a little bit. It's all I went so y'all, I mean, y'all would... That affects y'all obviously much more than me. Also, Charlemagne said something about um, trying to preserve like the white race. That's exactly what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. Um, trying to change the narrative of how minorities <laughs> handle tough situations. And you know, in the country, pretty much any minority community. Uh, has large numbers of babies being born. I mean, first of all, let's give a big shout out to the fact that the numbers are down in general because social media, people don't want to have kids. They want to be cute. And if they having kids, they like being a single mom. It's weird. (laughs) But but the numbers are down as far as like births (laughs) and things like that. But at the same time, there's still mass numbers of births in minority communities, primarily because there are no resources. You know, there's nowhere to go hang out and play and dance and learn how to play an instrument. And, you know, it's not a lot of resources um, for people. So what do they do? They go do it. Yeah, yeah, and it's not a conversation either, I don't think. Not at all. Sexual education, any of that is really, you know, being taught in too many schools, you know, in low-income housing areas and stuff like that. So yes. that's another thing. People don't, kids don't know the value of having sex and what sex means and what can come out of that and how that will make you have to grow up real quick. <laughs> Very true. It's it's an unfortunate um, cause, it's, and it's honestly, the sad part is that there's not much that we can really do. Um, it seems that petitions don't mean anything to the government anymore. Um, you know, people fighting for what's right, and we don't live in a place where people overthrow government. That's crazy. You know, that would be kind of scary. I would hope that ever never happens. But it's a thing of just, like, staying positive and educating that's like that's what we have to do at this point because educate on how to be safe for one because you can't like rape culture is is crazy and people need to really be educated men and women on how to prevent it uh, and how to mm-hmm. how to notice that it's happening you know that somebody's are trying to attempt something and how to be smarter in situations like that 
And we also have to just like educate kids on sex. Like mm-hmm. I used to be a part of a program in eighth grade. I can't remember the name of it, but they paid us to come and learn about sex education. Like they taught yeah, us and it needs to be everything. More like that. like yeah, yeah. And my mom, I was just like, girl, why you want me to look at fake penises and stuff but I remember one time in school that I ever they had a sexual education and from there I don't I don't remember like in high school really maybe one time and they sent us school. all back with a, like a brown bag with condoms in it and stuff I don't remember Whitney, did they teach us at Whitney Young about sex uh, I feel like it was very quick it was a very quick course I feel like uh, that was like it was a curriculum, a part of health. A part of health. Yeah, yeah it, like it wasn't gym, a like, class. I don't feel like it wasn't nothing like that was too <coughs> extensive. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's weird that like sex and like the education of it is still like so taboo. Yeah, like, so everybody does it. It's on TV now. Like, it's it's, it's way more so. On TV. It's on Disney oh Channel. Yeah. yeah, all these it Teen is. Nick, all of that. <laughs> it's like no, okay. Teen Nick always been a little sick. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Team Nick always had the sauce. It was. It did. Degrassi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was all a little leveled up. Like. <laughs> Shout out to Degrassi. Right. I love it. Right. The beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. It's the great series. You know, we got Draco. You know, big but I also I just feel like we shouldn't be silenced. I mean, petitions and everything don't work, but let's not be silenced. I, I'll never forget the one time they had the a woman's march uh, downtown. I felt like that was the first march that I ever went to and I was like man it was so impactful I felt like it was so many women out there men there were babies it was just so many you know if we all because that's one thing that there's no color with that you know we're women and for that right to be taken away from us you know whether you have whatever opinion that you have about it because there are some women who you know feel their way about it you know they would never you know have an abortion or whatever but it's not about that. It's just that we are all different. We all have different struggles. We all have, you know, different things that we're going through. And some of us may feel that it's selfish, you know what I mean, to bring a child into, you know, the world and you're not ready, you know. And I just feel like for them to try to take that right from us is just a way of, just like you said, taking it back to slavery and silencing the woman and saying you don't have that right, you know, just stripping us of our voices in a sense to say that, we don't have that choice. Because we don't. You got to think about everything, though. Slavery. It's stripping When you think about no. if you were supposed to be brought somewhere, <laughs> this is not even a place for us in general. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So when, when you're in a place that literally, and we have to remember that and mm-hmm. and take advantage of the fact that they don't want us to win. They don't want us to know where we are truly from. All of us are not from West Africa. That's where they shipped us out from. Right. Right. But we have a vast history of being like Israelite. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. being true Moors and things like that. But these are things that we'll never be educated on unless we educate ourselves. Yeah, we got to educate ourselves. So we can't sit in the the corner and be like, oh, there's so much. We have to educate our kids, all of that. Because I really do love the depiction of like a lot of stories in black culture that are now on the big screen you know Taraji she just did that film um I forget the name of it I, the name. I know what you're talking about though yeah whereas you know she's the woman and she's basically fighting for the right of, for kids to go to integrated schools you know um for black kids to go to school and get an education and not be segregated and you know treated differently and, and when it comes to education 
and it was real impactful i feel like these are good ways to do it though these are good ways to build awareness and the fact that they're using more um newer faces they're using newer Mm -hmm. faces in acting and stuff too so even for kids looking in they're like man maybe i could be an actor now so you know they're like Yes. Netflix is really doing a thing. I'm really, yeah. really grateful for Netflix and the way that they're in, trying to put more small shows and more scripts from people into it to really tell stories of communities um, all over. You know, they're literally mm-hmm. talking. You could talk about black communities. You could talk about Spanish communities. And these are good movies and good mm-hmm. shows. You know, it's not just like, you know, rinky dink shows. You'll see like, oh, they tried. These yeah, are really movies. good series. Like, it's getting like ninety seven percent ratings mm-hmm. and yeah. all of that really cool stuff on the internet. So like, just educate. You know, we have to educate people on their rights, yeah. and you have to educate them to avoid things that will always be put against them. You know, like you can't avoid the fact that they put Planned Parenthoods in every black neighborhood, but you can avoid going there if you take good proper steps with proper education and things like that. But Speaking of education, shout out to uh, Robert Smith, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the and GOAT. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody trying to uh, Photoshop their um, they degrees <laughs> to say they graduated this year from Morehouse. Men and women, they like, look, I, I choose to be a man <laughs> so that I can get me. I mean, technically, that's legal. You could, you could be whoever you want to be now. It's 2019. So, so nice. Robert L. Smith is a billionaire. A billionaire, a black billionaire, um, who did the commencement ceremony. He was a speaker. And he told everyone during his speech that he is going to pay every graduating student's loans off. Mm-hmm. Do you know how? $40 million. Dollars. Yes. That put, that, yeah. that put that whole class ahead of so many people like because you they said because you ain't got to pay back student loans like you got a four-year degree and you got to pay none of that back you could just start your career and start stacking Mm. your your bread man Mm. they're not set but they're giving a platform yeah they're giving a head start they have nothing to worry about they're giving a head start no uh interest rates no nothing and they should feel real responsible to do something with themselves like that's that's what i have to worry about that like that's what that's an example of what black billionaires and millionaires should be doing and that's what he said and I love that he said that he was like this should lay the platform for y'all like the next class shouldn't have to pay for theirs either like, like and I don't know it, it kind of makes me look at like Diddy and, and, and them and it's like y'all always doing like giving some we, we got the same 24 hours no we don't <laughs> no we don't like like you a boss now you not up at 5 in the morning doing you say yeah. you up at 5 bro you got some you can delegate now mm-hmm. you know but if you really want to see if you want to put the words the money to where your words at? Knock out a whole graduated class of people with that got student debt. A lot of people ain't got forty million dollars liquid. They came at Oprah. Like, that's that's a lot of. <laughs> it's a lot of do. people <laughs> though. He got, you think he got like forty million liquid? He probably he's do, almost like, a billionaire, bro. Yeah, you, Diddy you, is as a goat. He I said Diddy for a reason. A smart I ain't say, man. I ain't say like. He got more money than Drake, and I'm pretty sure Drake could have knocked out that whole like Drake just spent 35 what? He just spent millions on the jet. Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. frivolous. That's right. That's yeah. extravagant. That's frivolous. A nice that is. An, I don't <laughs> I'm know. That's leveling that. up. I feel like. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not Let's not talk about money, the jet. You feel me? But like, still, like <laughs> if Drake wanted, Drake gave a million dollars to people in that in the video. Like, so that, if he wanted to do stuff like mm, that. He definitely that jet could. is so cold. So if Drake could do it, Diddy <laughs> could do it. You feel me? Diddy could do it. I mean, Diddy got schools in Harlem and stuff. Yeah, he does. Like for for. Uh, um, for, Young like, boys, you know, youth institutions yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, people are doing. He it. doing 
doing a lot of stuff in New York. It's, it's more. I feel like it's more about people who not doing nothing but being silent with their money, though. That's that he's trying I mean, to talk to. Because there are a lot of black millionaires in this country. Yeah. There are a lot of people who can. Oh, it was Tyrese. Know. Tyrese just came out and said it. He was like, "Man, if you like someone of influence, like you got money, you in the entertainment, and you only worried about like." your career and all of that and you ain't trying to impact you know the world you know as far as like your culture and everything like you not on shit fuck you mm. oops sorry <laughs> you said that right uh jar oh, y'all know i've been talking about a jar for literally a she year she ain't got the jar yet Imagine oh oh yeah tacos would be nice you know um, but it's just overall um I think it's amazing, and of course they're going to try to attack the man. Um, you know, people are going to come for him because he does mm-hmm. date a white woman, a young white ex Playboy model. So, I do not. But care. that's what I'm saying. But you know, <laughs> like, right? He oh is wow! They, but that's they the thing. Deep. You know that they will. No, they will. They haven't done it yet. Mm. But they will, you know, and they're going to try to take the light from the impact of what he's done. You know, a pe- a a kids who go to Morehouse and stuff like, yeah, they go because they smart. Some people got money to go, but people go there because they want to change their life. Mm-hmm. Morehouse is a school where people go to change their life. Every person I know who's went to Morehouse is very successful. I do not know one person. Yeah. And you know I'm not saying I know a bunch, but if you got gonna do ratios, who went there for y'all, sure? They not finna question this man's blackness based off who he date. This man just not. This is this action, is America. Yeah, that right. was. A, but who that, cares? That right, he knocked, he knocked out a whole class of student debt. Black men, like black, black men. men. He you set up me? a like, lot of black men. To all these dudes, exactly, that be, and that's the point. All these dudes that be that's pitching that pro black, oh, all that. Like, what what have y'all done? You know what I'm saying? Like, he just did more than a, a lot of people have done what they be talking. You feel me? So, I, don't, I ain't knocking what he doing. He did something good. I do not care that he dated a white woman. I really don't. Childish Gambino was married to a white woman. Do y'all I care? I say, still I mean, like who you that's like. Not, that's another. Is it? Right. That's I mean, it is, thing but, like, now. do it matters, it's though? Not good like, to me, to me, does, I feel like. to me, I think it's... I'm really into people loving who they love. You right. feel me? But at the same time, it's like, how strong of an agenda can you have mm-hmm. if your partner ain't not, like if his wife, like we're childish, right? If his wife was right there advocating with him just as strong, mm-hmm. yes, beautiful. But you not advocating like your man is mm-hmm. or like he's portraying himself to be. You know what I'm saying? So, like, well, I'm for love. No. If you can't that, date though. somebody, that's I mean, what I, I mean. Yeah, you would know, know that. Either. It's not about being in public. I mean, okay, so we could look her up. Let's do that over break. We're going to look her up. See what type of work she doing, in <laughs> because that's my thing. Like, if you're not, if you're dating somebody outside of your race, they need to be one thousand percent educated on you, and you need to be one thousand percent educated on them, so that y'all know what y'all fight is for. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna date a black person, you got to be down with the fight. Ain't no if ands or buts but, about uh, it. But that's what I'm saying. But that's kind of like with black people, though. You know, like I feel like that's a slippery yeah. slope. I that's feel like a slippery slope. I feel slope, like, like for us to try to like set the standard on what somebody's partner should be. I'm trying to set a standard. I mean, I don't y'all, feel y'all, like y'all, I don't. Y'all, that ain't what I'm saying. We, I feel we, like we, if you advocating for black people, black women, like why wouldn't you want a black woman? Like, why wouldn't you want a black queen? Like, okay, if so, black queens uh, and all that, I just so, don't so like you meet, so, so you meet somebody you like, right? And you feel like, no, what is that? We get along. We got good chemistry. But, hey, you're white. I can't date you because, hey, 
I'm pro like that's it's dumb to me. It's, that's, that's, I don't know because I just feel like in certain ways all of white people are like subliminally racist. Like I don't. I mean, yeah, that's how I feel. Like this is 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 what it is. Like it's the reality. If you're with of them, the there's situation. never going to be a conversation where she's going to understand. That little boy is going to grow up and he's going to be talking to his dad about those situations because mom is not mm-hmm. black. I feel like y'all negating the nuance of like of humanity and exactly. negating like the like it's bigger duality than duality that exactly. we could like have. Like to say that somebody can't. Like he needs to be married to a black woman if he's standing up for black women. I feel like that's not. I feel like if you pro black, then why wouldn't you be with a black woman? But I don't think I don't think that that necessarily have to be one and the same. I don't think because you're not married to a white woman that that means that you're not for them. Just like I'm not a, a woman, but that don't mean I'm not for equal rights for for women. Like. Or that I I don't want to empower it's women. Touchy, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it's, I'm a, it's, I'm it's a black woman. Raise, if I'm gonna raise a black man, I'm yeah, gonna be saying like, you gonna be with someone like your mother. Like I don't yeah, know. I don't, like this is a black woman. Your sister dates a white guy. She does, and Connor is very, very, very understanding to what's going on. But the thing is, Christian is not a fighter. Fight. You know what I'm saying? Like Christian love black people. She do, but she's not like. Oh, gun ho! Like Christian, like what she likes, so she's dating what she likes. Exactly, and I don't expect. I don't. My thing is, I don't expect anybody. I I say people should date for love over anything, but I'm also into black love. I'm really into black love too. Like I'm not. Yeah, but I don't think it's wrong to date. I think in the time we're now, more people should diversify themselves into who they love and who they like so that it can stop being a, a race thing. I think that that needs to stop. Like, oh, you can't do date this person because they're black or because they're I white say or that whatever. I not to say that you can't. I mean, I wouldn't say that. that I'm. Look, we know Mo, Mo is like black but on black. <laughs> I just feel like if you're pro-black, then why wouldn't you be with a black woman? I, I mean, I, that's all I'm saying. So you like, don't want those people standing up for the culture. If they, if, they would've, if they not with a black woman, do you don't want those people? No. I feel childish can't be no head. You know, he he had his impact on on the people that you know he was trying to impact. I just feel like you forcing at the, at the back of your mind. I don't know. I just feel like you forcing that you not being true to yourself if you don't date who you want to date. Oh, I'm not finna date her because oh she's white. Like I don't know. I just I feel like you. I'm not love saying that. Love. I mean, I'm well, not saying that. And the bigger but picture, the bigger picture is a like, lot of those ones who do though. I feel like you know are the ones that are around them more so often. You know what I'm saying? Right. That I mean, are around so you, white it's, people. It's 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 a, it's or a case other by, cultures. It's a or case whatever. by case. We all don't grow up in predominantly black neighborhoods. You yeah. feel me? We got a privilege of growing up on the south side where we're surrounded by nothing but black people. Other black people don't have that experience. You know, I don't know what kind of experience. I want to say that it's a privilege or not a privilege of just being around a, a black people or nothing like that. But I just feel like the ones that are, they're more so like the ones that have been around, you know, more, more, you know, of a white people. You know what I'm saying? Well, mean, let's put, so it, let's, let's put it like at this so we can listen to some music because that's, let's find a solution to all of this. Mo like black people. <laughs> Mo is but no, like <laughs> I don't at the end man. of the day, the the good thing that's happening, like people are, you know, entitled to their opinions, yeah. who they want to be with or who they don't. But at the end of the day, the bright light at the end of the tunnel is that this man is helping pave a way. Yes, that more black millionaires need to pave the way, and, and we do. shouldn't subtract from that to say that hell it could even you know? be white millionaires and billionaires if you want to pay off some some black people loans go right ahead because we <laughs> need that and there are laws i talked about it before um there's a lady trying to 
create laws um, or ch- pass a bill to where people who can't afford it or something are forgiven off bat. Off loans. Yeah, like why are you charging? Yeah, she's running for charging, president, I think. Why are you charging low income That's people is. stuff that they ain't gonna ever be able to pay back? So that when they die, it's just money you lost it's out on. Passing down debt. I mean, no, it don't pass. Student loans country, don't pass down. That's how this country survives, though. Right. That's okay. how our financial. Oh my god! If, if student loans pass struggle. down, that would be sick. But we're gonna go ahead oh listen to a. We're gonna listen <laughs> to a song to real quick. And then when we get back, we're going to talk with Miss Nadia Simone. She is our guest of the hour. And I'm so excited. Yes. I just can't hide it. And we are going to listen to New Apartment by Ari Lennox because I think it's a really great song. Right here <laughs> on Nitty's Nothing. Do you have music you want Marie the DJ to put in the mix? Submit clean music via nittiesknocker.com for your chance to have your song played live on Tuesdays via Q4.org. That's Q-U-E, the number four, dot org. Now you know better. But your girl, Miss Mo Better. Y'all heard what she said. Get out. Why are you in my house? It's my new apartment. Not yours. Mm-mm. But, you know, I might have a housewarming eventually. I need furniture. You know, I need to have my girls be able to be able to use a towel when they shower, you know. So, shout out Ari Lennox for a new apartment. We are here with Miss Nadia Simone. Hey, Nadia. Hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. And we're going to go ahead and jump her into her little 60-second freestyle. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Freestyle, we about to. Lord. We're gonna we're gonna Pray build our me. questions and our conversation around your freestyle. So we're Ooh. gonna do uh, in honor of uh, Notorious B.I.G.'s birthday. Big we're gonna do a, a Biggie beat. Can you hear it? I can hear it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Okay. Uh. <laughs> okay, I'm coming after this. Sorry. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> I do, right? Okay, it's me, Nadia Simone, going on and on with Nitty on the radio like we Diddy and Biggie on his birthday. Shout out to all the insiders out there. Yes, it's me, your girl, your lovely host. I've been doing this for two years and uh, coming up on three. Oh, shoot. Oh, (laughs) I thought the beat stuff, but it's still going flowing like a ooh I don't know what rhymes with that but I'ma keep going like Biggie Wood rest in peace and I'm doing this for all the insiders YouTube check me out the insiders TV okay I was, okay, okay. So you ready like, she like I got this yes, I got ooh, that this was no, you did that though. You had <laughs> the little you. arms, and you know, like coming off that was dome. me thinking. That's how I think. <laughs> that was great. You think with your hands. <laughs> that was I great. Tried. I tried. You went crazy. So you've been doing it for two, almost three. Period. It, it, it has. It has been three. This month has made three. Oh, I, happy three years of posting. <laughs> thank you. Yes, I didn't post it. it. This month is always busy for me. It's my daughter's birthday, my mom's Mother's Day, like so much stuff. And then I forgot to post about my anniversary, but that's okay. That's yes, okay. I made three years. Period. Yes. <laughs> so, Rounds of applause. you're a host. Yeah. What got you into hosting? So, um, 
So I worked for Channel 7 News for two and a half years. I started there in 2014. Um, And while I was there, that was during the time when the Laquan McDonald murder happened and all the riots were taking place and just all the police brutality and police, you know, uh, violence was taking place. Right. And it was a very, like, daunting time. It was very negative and very just, you know, just coming into work every day was hard because, um, you know, you would hear topics, just all this topics that would bring you down pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I'm like, I want to create something that um, is positive, that is a refreshing something that people can go and watch and it's refreshing and be inspired by it so um and I was like well I you know my love for tv I really love tv I really love the camera but I really love production I like being behind the scenes and producing and you know putting my thoughts out there to see and ideas so um I came up with the insider tv um I want to shout out um Shandrea um, stand back. She's also a host. She's originally from here, but um, she's now in LA. And she's doing. She has her own TV show as well. But she's was one of the first people to help me just take off because she was just patient with me. She mm-hmm. listened to my ideas. She helped me figure out the name and just everything, the concept, and um, she was just she's amazing. So shout out to her. Um, but um, when before creating that, I was just getting my thoughts together. And you know, I'm just like I want to. I want to create something that's positive. And I reached out to um, one of my friends, uh, Nisha Phillips. Now, Nisha Phillips, and she was my first interviewer. So she's an entrepreneur. She had um, has her own like mental health. She deals with um, mental health, but she also woman empowerment does a lot of things. So from there, it just took off like. Um, I was, you know, interviewing people with just inspirational stories and people who have small businesses mm-hmm. that just wanted more exposure. Um, now I'm doing more event coverage and um, I'm stepping like behind the camera more because, you know, I want the focus to be on the person I'm interviewing and telling their story. So some some of my interviews, you won't see me in it at all. It's just, you know, I'm focusing on who I'm interviewing. But um, it just has open up at a lot of doors and um ultimately i wanted want to create my own media production company uh, with the, by the grace of god <laughs> and you know put more media, meaningful shows out there i know a lot of people don't watch tv like that anymore you know it's kind of whatever on online but uh i still want to create shows even if it's on mainstream cable you know like the shy or like mm-hmm. you know yeah. like uh insecure shows like that mm-hmm. feel good shows mm-hmm. or shows you know like power you know shows like that um and really or i really want to create more like family shows mm-hmm. and bring you know vibes like the family matters or fresh prince yeah because mm-hmm. i really love blackish that's like the yes, only that's the example only. of of good black family yep that's that the you only really thing. I mean, even though like stuff like the shy is like very um <clears throat> honest in its evaluation right. of, mm-hmm. you know, black families like All American, you know, those right. are shows where yes, yeah, I love All that American show. is a good one too. Yes, where it shows show. you this is how mm, it really it is, is mm-hmm. you know, but to show Queen the Sugar other is side, a good one too. You right. watch Queen Sugar? Yes. No, I don't. No, mm. oh my you need God, to watch so Queen good. Sugar. I'm getting mm. up on it, y'all. Look, mm. I'm learning. Mm. I think you will really like you will really like it. You that yeah, you will really like that show. But yeah, shows like that and just um 
I think it starts, of course, with the writers, too, because mm-hmm. they were really good writers, um, you know, in the 90s with the 90s TV shows. You know, it was a lot of people who are hungrier, too, like, you know, like, how oh, I get a chance to do what I love and it's on a show. And it was a lot of people who took a chance. Like, we didn't know that Fresh Prince was going to be as big as it. I'm sure they didn't know Fresh Prince was going to be as big as it was or Family Matters or all those other shows. You know, Martin, you know, but it lasted for six seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole crew became like family and that's mm-hmm. what I want. Like, it starts, um, the production team plays a big part in creating and the success of the show. And um, if we get more people, I want to create, you know, more opportunities for people because, um, you know, I have dope people I work with uh, as far as videographers, you know, and it's just me and videographer and they do a lot and they work with me and I appreciate all of them. So shout out to y'all. Yes, because yeah. without them, how will we ever get to where we're to trying where we, to be exactly. without a team of people who mm-hmm. can see the vision? You right. Know? Can see the vision and works with you and, you know, believes in your vision like you do. So mm-hmm. um it's it's a blessing and I definitely eventually and you know like I said God willing we'll get there <laughs> you will I mean yes, you I will. affirm Thank it you, you know yes. ev- like like we all say you know everything's a process mm-hmm. uh every home you're in right might be temporary might be long-lasting mm-hmm. you know it's literally a process of where you're trying to go and if something doesn't align with what you're doing it's going to be removed from you right you know oh, yeah you, you don't have to force it mm-hmm and that's something I'm learning too. You know, you don't have to force it, but we'll get it. Look, we'll get it all that little, <laughs> that little deepness later. But as a female in this indi- in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry, yeah. um, how does that affect you with getting opportunities to produce? Um, yeah, on the production side, you know what I. Uh, personally, and am still working on honing my skills as far as production, like editing and camera work. So, but I know from experience and from people, um, like being, you know, at a major news station and being a field producer and seeing kind of how that works. That you know, this industry industry is a male dominated industry, but I yes. feel like it's changing because a lot of you have a lot of female and women. Um, videographers that's doing the grunt work and and it's you know it's admirable like I love to see that but um you know I think we're kind of getting away from male dominated industries Mm -hmm. because a lot of women like it's so many women producers you know you got Ava DuVernay you got um you got Lena Waite Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she's killing it they're both killing it I mean yeah Shonda Rhimes for sure Shonda Rhimes yeah and so their women are coming up in a row so I haven't really um been discriminated as a woman in this industry well not recently not with having my own show because you know it's like I control that but Mm -hmm. um I will say when I'm looking for guests on the show for the show it's harder to find like male like entrepreneurs or like just male you know figures willing not willing to come on the show but it's just hard to find I'm finding like mostly women and that's like not on purpose I want more males mm-hmm. on the show um, but they're harder to find but you know women is like kind of take it over I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the beauty of it though. yeah mm-hmm. um, do you ever 
find it do you ever get like blocks mental blocks when it comes to producing content yes definitely because like we were just talking i don't want the i don't want to get in the happen that it's the same thing over and over and then you know i want always want to keep it fresh always want to um keep in mind on what the viewers want to see um and then you know like right now uh i want to say more recently i'm struggling like with views on YouTube, they're like up and down right now mm-hmm. as far as like the recent interviews I've put up, which is fine. I try not to focus on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to just keep doing what I love and keep pushing out content because all it takes for is that one person to see mm-hmm. it. That's I always try to keep <clears throat> in my mind. But um, That's true. I do want to find, okay, why did my views go down or what, what else can I offer or put out there? What other segments I can create that is fresh because yeah. maybe I am it does look like oh here she goes but I just another interview mm-hmm. I'll watch it later I'm maybe not at all or here she you know it I want to I'm right now I'm currently thinking of ways to you know bring something new to the insider and do something different maybe just put myself more out there as mm-hmm. far as people getting to know me as the host you know Nadia's Momi um, instead of just the whole insider show, because people know me like what I do, but not really people know you know who I am instead mm-hmm. of like close friends and family or you know people who think they know me. But <laughs> that's definitely true. Uh, yeah. Consistency is super key mm-hmm. when it comes to content. Um, because at one point discouragement was heavy on me yeah. with my new pay, like with my new mm-hmm. videos, because before. I was getting 13,000 views here, 7,000 mm-hmm. views there. And then now it's like nothing. It's like cricket, cricket. Man. But it's just like, you know, at the end of the day, I know that what I'm putting out is still good. Yeah. And absolutely. eventually it'll do what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, I guess a little piece of advice that I'm taking for myself as yeah. well is just like rolling with the punches of it mm-hmm. and um, watching people who are really outlandish mm. with their interview techniques. That's Doesn't true. mean you have to go like you know Narwar, right? A nut. Oh my god, yes! I was just about to say that <laughs> a nut having people look at them like what the what that the interview did he say to me? You know, like how do you know that? <laughs> a researcher, that's what he is, though. You right. feel me? So his personal <laughs> skill of research is what gives him an advantage mm-hmm. in what he does, and by him being quirky and right. acknowledging that he's and a different. nerd, right? You know, so watching people like that, and then also. um the time of and placement of content. You know, if it's mm-hmm. something real powerful that just came out on the internet, like the Aisha Curry thing, right? Right. If you would have posted a video that week. Yeah, about that. Yeah, it and, you know, my I didn't check to see what mine did because I posted mine like a week, two weeks <laughs> after it happened. So it's still learning. Like, okay, whenever there's anything that big, that big mm-hmm. going on, yeah, right. hop on it. And it yeah. don't mean you got to change the way you do your show either right. you just talk about it and, right. and input it into your into style mm-hmm. you know yeah. you have a very very polished uh, look and style you know even with the and I like it because you know the pink yes the pink girl yes <laughs> so, but your style is very polished it's Thank very you. very professional um, and it's it still has like a sparkle to it you know Thank it's you. still it, it's lighthearted. yeah you know yeah. so keeping it like that and showing that it's about inspiration you can literally tell 
that yours is a very subtle view into right. a lifestyle versus yeah. a flamboyant. <laughs> hey, you know. I'm right. <laughs> but you know. But I do want to come on my show more just because I am uh, going to start vlogging. Mm-hmm. But that's um, like I'm an introvert extrovert. Like, you know, so I, I want to vlog and not. But I'm still I don't know. I guess I'm struggling with that a little bit because I don't want like a lot of my personal life to be out there but I think if I keep the content like relatable Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you know tell my personal stories as far as to be like an inspiration to others or be relatable then you know but the thing is too your stories are your stories you know and and whatever you want to put out there's an audience for that eventually like with people who write books right they're not writing it thinking about what would these people like they're writing that book because I went through this at this time and I need to write this so that people can okay. at least see if it could help somebody right. like or com- just get it off my chest and right. make some money off getting it off my chest. <laughs> right. You know, so if what you want to talk about is not so deep and personal, then it does not have to be so right. deep and personal and people will still watch it, mm-hmm. you know, true. and yeah. you know, as long as you had a, a clear camera. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't go on there with the uh, 1990 uh, VHS camera or whatever they was using back then. To, to piggyback off of like what both of y'all were speaking about, mm-hmm. um, I feel like, because I've been going through this too, mm-hmm. um, I feel like as creatives or content creators, whatever, like a lot of people nowadays are focused on garnering attention and not yeah. focused on the product itself that right. they're creating, that they're trying to sell or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, um, and I have conversations with people about this all the time, like, my approach is, of course, I need to garner more attention. Like, we right. all are trying to do that. But mm-hmm. you see a lot of the times people garner attention, and then once they get that attention, the product is not ready to, mm-hmm. like, show off what they you know now it's like all right you got the attention now show me what you got and people don't have the product ready Mm -hmm. so i feel like the right approach for me at least is to make sure that my product Mm -hmm. is like ready to go and always Mm -hmm. on point because then once that attention come and you got the product in place you Mm -hmm. know like you know what i'm saying and you could take your time with that too it's about pacing yourself exactly you know Mm -hmm. people have been telling me for a long time to get back on youtube and Mm. to put all and put the shows back on itunes and stuff but i was like okay okay i hear you i hear you but now is you know i just did it now Mm-hmm. Because now is the time it's that time. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more quality when you got a stat, right. you got a team, you got, you know, certain cameras that you need, certain lights right. that you need, the cute backdrops, the energy. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, your yeah. mind got to be in the right place right. when you're doing it. You have to be understanding and know like, hey, this might not go crazy, but I'm not doing it for it to go for crazy. Them, yeah. I'm doing it because this is how I feel and I think it'll help somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like in the world, I feel like everybody think they content creators now. <laughs> That's um, also That's fast. true. Like, you know, you get, you make one video that go viral or you get a lot of mm. views. It don't even have on, to go viral. Right, you get like, you get, you get a hundred likes. Now I'm finna get back <laughs> on Instagram. I'm finna see in your car giving motivational speeches, oh. which I'm not knocking. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, so it's all about consistency. Like, if you've been consistent, yeah. you're actually putting out organic content. People gonna notice that. Right. They're gonna, yeah. they gonna, they gonna notice the difference between 
your content and what this new person that feel like they woke up today. Oh, I got like twenty new followers. Let me make some some videos. Something today. right. You know, I don't know why. Why is it always in the car? Like, <laughs> like, I don't know why. <laughs> and I'm on the go. I'm, I'm maybe they they have that thing where it holds their phone oh, right that's there. What it is. Yeah, probably, that's probably what it like, is. Yeah, I got a phone card thing too. But me at the too. same time, I was just like, let me try to do a video in the car. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna do a video. I in the don't car. even <laughs> have a car. But like, if I want to start making videos, I'm definitely gonna try to get in one of y'all cars just to make it look like, but no it's just all about just making sure your content is organic right and you know making sure like the people that you're, you're following is organic like, mm-hmm. I feel like Nitty yeah. has never really bought followers on no. Instagram. I, I came my heart. I'd be like, I need 10,000 so I can swipe and, up, but <laughs> I, I wait. And I see people who we know <laughs> as con- content creators buying hella followers, you know, but it's like when you have, you have real interactions when you're, when you're following is organic. And yeah, you know, you get real true. likes, real, real people, um, real people interacting with your posts, mm-hmm. not People and that's what you likes and yeah. stuff like that, you know. You that's can what you want. Tell. You can peep somebody. You can tell. Yeah, yeah you got fifteen thousand followers, <laughs> but six <laughs> likes. <laughs> What's <laughs> that? Right. I'm like something that. Right. And it seems like as soon as you get one picture that's doing a couple of numbers on it, here they come. I got something that you can, you know, buy like five thousand followers for twenty dollars. <laughs> like, come on. Nah. Right. Right. Yeah. Block. I'm good. I'm good with my little two hundred right there. Right. But that's the thing too, you know. And that's what we're gonna kind of talk about with the um, how you bump heads with people who show fake love. But mm. um, you know, when you are doing, when you set in your mind, this is me and this is what I do, and this is what I'm trying to present to people, you are gonna start getting them responses from people, sure. and it, you know, it, it feels really good to have people come in your inbox. Not trying to, I mean, you, of course you got the people who want to jay down. That's <laughs> gonna happen. <laughs> but then you right. got these other people who are like. You are beautiful. Yes, right, you are dope. amazing. But thank you for putting this out. Right. Thank you for saying this. Yeah. Thank you for the authenticity because you, you know what I'm right. saying? And that's how you know, okay, I'm actually motivating. I'm yeah. doing what I said I wanted to do when I told myself, Serenity, you're going to be a motivational speaker. That's right. what I want to do. I'm going to be on TED Talks. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you tell yourself, you're going to get there whether mm-hmm. people believe it's of what you do or not. Mm-hmm. The ones who know, know. Yeah. So, That's you true. know, with your brand, the ones who know, they yeah. know. Yeah. I know. Shout out to Pastor right. T. Thank you. Thank you should know, know, know too. Real talk. Ain't nothing around it. You know, no. like everybody in this room, you know, is at a point where we're putting our footprints into our futures. Mm-hmm. You know, we've took taken the time crying being super duper broke like Girl. trying to not work so that you could just be a creative mm. we've all done it you know yes. but now the best part about it is, is the surrounding of people with you mm-hmm. you know because now that you did that part people around you gonna help you do the next part they gonna help right. you get to the next level and sure. if they not then that's some fake love but we gonna talk about fake love when we get back yeah. from this music break um how can we keep in touch with you? Yes. So um, you can follow me on Instagram, um, the Insider TV. That's T H E N S I D E R um, TV. <laughs> and then YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, trying to get those su- subscribers up um, organically. <laughs> um, my YouTube is the same, the Insider TV as well, or the Insider as well. Um, 
and subscribe to there. Uh, and Facebook um, is Nadia Simone or the Insider with Nadia Simone. Um, still Twitter. I'm on Twitter, but not really. Um, I still haven't got a handle on Twitter like that. But um, same. I'm just like, what is this? Right. I'm like, <laughs> it's not how to, it used to be. It's not how it used to be because I I should have kept my old page. Cause I had a right. It was busting. <laughs> it was I was like, why? That's when it was fun page? though. When I was just, you know, I'm but, talking about when we would text our tweets. And, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely. All in I class. had had Twitter on your phone, in bro. Class on my Nokia, like this. <laughs> right. They got me on my prepaid phone. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess I'm on Twitter if you want to follow me. I don't be active on Twitter, but Instagram definitely and um and my YouTube channel is where all my interviews are. And um if you are interested in an interview or wanna refer someone, um shoot me an email, Nadia Simone at the insider uh, dot com. Um you can visit my website and Contact me on there as well, www.theinsider.com. Yes, and thank you for freestyling and doing that. Yes, that was fun. We're going to go into some music, and when we get back, we're going to jump into our unicorn gospel about bumping heads, Mog showing fake love, and we get real love up in here. You feel me? Unigang, <laughs> Unigang all day. But we're going to listen to one of Keith's songs from 2017. We're going to play uh, that one-on-one. Mm. Remember, I brought him in as an interviewee. Shout and out now, to one-on-one. We about to play that right here on Nitty's Knocker. New music coming soon, y'all. Period. Don't make this harder than it needs to be Say you hate dogs, but you scratch my fleece You say go away, but you feed me treats You give me that treat, doggy sound when I beat I come back for more, maybe twice every week Dropping my guard way too early, I tweak Heart feeling broken, they say love ain't cheap uh, Please, maybe it ain't you with me Make this harder than it need to be So all I hit the read just press the lead Baby, it ain't you with me You the one but wrong time we might be perfect down the line, but at the moment, let's rewind. I was too harsh, let me call her back. All I do is flex, she be like Cali Pratt. One-on-one, feel like I met my match. Boy, I be so heated when I should be relaxed. She conceded and she know that's facts. If I don't repeat it, we be too attached. We too young to love, we stay true to that. We don't budge, we just push back. Hit a click, clack, then we strapping boots. Go to war, then we knocking boots. Make a fuss, feel like a lot to lose. Take back what you said, but you know that it's true. Doubt on my mind when I say I love you. And you say your last must be feeling it too. You not conducive to healing my wounds. You only a fader for who had a broom. It swept me off my feet for about a couple weeks. Then I cheated when I went to Tennessee. I'll admit it, but I blame the Hennessy. Child is at me, but I got those tendencies. Man above us probably said it's not to be Neither of us weigh emotions on our sleeve We both nonchalant and make us hard to read I just need some space, give me time to breathe uh, Please, don't make this harder than it needs to be Say you hate dogs, but you scratch my fleece You say go away, but you feed me treats You give me that treat, doggy sound when I beat I come back for more, maybe twice every week Dropping my guard way too early, I tweak Heart feeling broken, they say love ain't cheap uh, Please, maybe it ain't you with me. 
Make this harder than it need to be. So all I hit the reach is press the lead. Baby, it ain't you, it's me. You don't want but wrong time. We might be perfect down the line. But at the moment, let's rewind. Pandemonium in the house of love. Time to pull the plug. Wanna say this, but I don't wear no scrubs. She ain't ready for marriage. She still love the club. I'm not hubby material, so I could not judge. Flirt with the ladies, and I always do too much. Sometimes I go the extra mile just to make a woman blush. But really, I be chilling if we vibe, stay in touch. Yeah, may or may not fall. And yeah, we friends, but you still my crush. Your new man only that by luck. I'm on your mind every time you talk. We put this shit on nice sporting with a puck. The fool thought was gonna happen when we rush. We tell ourselves that what we felt was only lust. Make us love a little bit of what it does. Stupid out here shooting niggas on the street. Put away the arrow for the guns. First the honeymoon, then the sun. The afternoon with half a daughter, now it's not as fun. Tell the kids I love them, but I gotta run. I call back with the bacon when the job is done. A new lady in my life say I'm top gun. A new in your ear tell you you the one. Uh, please, don't make this harder than it need to be. Say you hate dogs, but you scratch my fleece. You say go away, but you feed me treats. You give me that treat, doggy sad when I beat. I come back for more, maybe twice every week. Dropping my guard way too early, I tweak. Heart feeling broken, they say love ain't cheap. Uh, please, maybe it ain't you with me. Make this harder than it need to be. So all I hit the reach is press the lead. Baby, it ain't you with me. You the one, but wrong time. We might be perfect down the line. But at the moment, let's rewind. Work, 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 Yeah, yeah, what it do? It's your boy, DJ Royal. Oh, bite, bite, bite. Work, work, work them out, work, 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 work them out, work, 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 work them out, work, 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 work. Get a bag, act like nothing never happened. Got these bad arms, 
building needs a friend. I'm Queen Key, so you know that the classic. Yeah, I'ma make this the rash. Throw it in the bag, throw it in the basket. Take that to class while I take look cause of practice. From a nerd, I knock off that glasses in my own lane. I move around the fastest. I'm getting blasted in the Calabasas. I'm a bad bitch. Shout out to the bastards. I'ma get that shit and flip that like it's gymnastics. That think I'm mad, but slow, I'm somewhat cash. Make these get ratchet. Make it get ratchet. Make it get ratchet. I got cash on flash. Ass, I don't have it. Tragic. These don't got no finesse in they bones. I've been the best in my zone. I should invest in the throne. I should invest in the homes. My grandma in Mexican homes. Queen Key for president. These other bitches are relevant. I dress it up like a mannequin. Not even land, but you're the pelican. Bird, what's the word? A lot of these bitches absurd. I've never been something that you could just do. I'm not a verb. Drain on suck no I make it 
up, y'all? We back. Uh, <laughs> I know I played a lot of music for you guys just now, but um, <laughs> things got a little, <laughs> little tight <laughs> in the. Uh, we got to do the after hours show, the nitty gritty, because <laughs> that, that was fun. <laughs> I'm still confused about the conversation, but it's okay. We ain't going <laughs> to. We're not going to bring that back. We're going to go into our lovely little unicorn gospel. And today's Unicorn Gospel is about, <clears throat> I'm not coughing as much today, have y'all noticed? I almost just coughed, that's why I had to like breathe. Okay. But today's Unicorn Gospel is about always bumping heads with the people who show fake love. Now, are there people, how do you guys take that statement? Like, what do you think about that statement? You always bump heads. With people who show fake love, what do you, how do you interpret that? You can peep it from like interaction. I feel like you 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 gonna peep it, and then you know once you realize it, it's not good. It doesn't feel good. It's like Mm-mm, that's fake. Yeah, I don't want none of that. Yeah, it's like an energy. You always gonna feel mm-hmm. that person's energy, whether it's you know. You trying to collaborate or trying to work together is always going to turn out like not in anyone's favor because it's like she low key hating or he mm-hmm. low key, you know. So it's like it doesn't work. It won't work. Yeah. So I was talking. It's just I was talking with my sister about it, and she gave me the quote. She was mm-hmm. like, she saw it, and somebody's like, you know, when you are making statements or you're trying to um, educate or whatever you're doing in your life and you feel like it's really good, like even with a mom or a dad or Mm -hmm. a cousin, anybody, right? And they always got something to say. They always got to rebut. That's what I'm talking about. It's not not really the... Because you're going to feel energy, yes? But this is literally on the level of of it spewing out of them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like um, SpongeBob with the green breath. That's that's yeah. them bumping heads when they say stuff. They're literally spewing out negativity because right. they. You could be saying something very simple like, "Hey, this how you know I feel like. Mm-hmm. Let's do this." Right, right. And then you got well, right, or actually, well, the thing is, you know, so it's like instead of saying, "Okay, I understand," or this is how we let's do, let's try this to mm-hmm. make something like that you know it's like it's like passive aggressive passive not even it's aggressive yeah because they're literally combating any and everything you say when if you read context of things you're not really saying anything wrong mm-hmm. or um doing anything wrong like if you have a um like let's say somebody's mom doesn't like them right they're born into the world and their mom is just like you I hate you. You remind me of daddy. You remind me of somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So you're doing everything in your power to be best. Look, ma, I got straight A's. Look, ma, I know how to ride a bike. Ma, look, like, I just drew this picture for you for Mother's Day. And she, that's the ugly, that picture's not even good. Look at that sticking out. Mm-hmm. Well, how'd you get straight A's? What did you do? Who'd you cheat off of? Mm-hmm. You know, bumping heads with you. And any and it happened. That's a perfect example of it because mm-hmm. it happens a lot to people in their households, and then they put that on other people. Mm-hmm. So if you got somebody in your house or around you who always just like, uh, you could actually, I don't like your shoes that much. You need to change them. Mm-hmm. But you like, but I thought I looked like really good. You didn't even say I look nice first. You instantly, you know, or if somebody's consistently criticizing or 
telling you what you're not doing right, you know, mm -hmm. you're going to feel that energy and you're going to live in that energy and you're going to put that on people who actually showing real love right. and then you become the hater in the room. You looking at everybody, you know, like you feel like somebody finna say something about you, so you got to be the first one to say something. Yeah, and you know, you notice those people like that come from those households because you know sometimes it's a it's like subliminal and it's like real unconscious to the person. A lot of times, you know, when somebody is like unhappy, you know, they just what is what it is. Misery loves company sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, and. Sometimes it can be like that, and it is family, but mm -hmm. you have to look at it at a perspective of that, is that that person's not happy. I also, that I think person is a, sad, I mean, and they're spewing it out, just I, like you said. <laughs> I think that's kind of like, I don't know, a mental, that's a, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say mental illness, I think that's kind of strong, but like, I've never been one of those people that can look at somebody's life and be like, or just consciously want to hate on somebody, or mm -hmm. consciously want to... Um, negatively bring somebody down like yeah like how how does one see somebody living their life and decide like hey like I want to interrupt that or I want to say something that could bring this person to me that's you sick if you yeah. really mm -hmm. out here consciously wanting to negatively affect somebody's life mm -hmm. you know like I don't know I just don't I don't move like that. I'm trying to figure out like when people t like people tell me stories about people like maliciously coming at them or maliciously doing things to um, uh, negatively, uh, negatively affect them. I'm like, who has the time? <laughs> like literally, like to focus on that. To focus even on even people who do that with like uh like those groups, right? You have groups where people have like the ninjas ain't ish group, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You literally in a group full of women, <laughs> right? Talking men, talking about how mm -hmm. men aren't anything. So you think any man when you you think he's not gonna notice that energy when he's come up to say how you doing? I want to get to know you. He's going to notice that you have an attitude with him. Uh -huh. <laughs> You're literally spewing negativity. That's and then you teaching, right you know, there. like and when you teach people how to be negative with you, mm -hmm. that's not, you know, and and that and that's when you you know, like that's that's really some type of insecurity. And you know, like yeah. fake love comes from insecurity. Yeah, for sure. You I know? mean, you came with a great point to say that sometimes it's mothers that are like that, just like you saying, like mothers that don't love. Like I they mean, always damn if I say. make my mama a noodle card <laughs> that I glue together a handprint. <laughs> and you talking about um, it's cricket. Hold on, who this? Uh, what? You why would you get dirty? You now I gotta go wash your clothes. But it's parents like that. Can you it say is. thank you? And then it's a lot of parents who. <laughs> Um, put their fears on mm. their children too, and so they can grow up and it's, do that. It's do crazy that. you said that. Mm -hmm. I feel like parents are more detrimental to their kids. Um, like the whole nature versus nurture. I feel like parents are super detrimental to their kids, especially like. So think about the most like the most insecure, hating female you know, right? Mm -hmm. She's eventually going to be a mother. Mm. She's not going to stop being a hater and, no. and a negative, sour. B word until what? Because she mm -hmm. have a baby, she finna just change. Mm -hmm. No, she finna be the same <laughs> chick she was before she had that kid. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. So yeah. now you were spreading that nasty attitude to your kid. The only way you can interact with your your your, your kid is to start an argument, or start some drama. Like mm -hmm. right. I never understood why you could be somewhere and it's like everything going smooth. 
let me start some drama. Like, mm. like people will literally do that. I don't think our living I don't think people say that out loud. Cause <laughs> I, I imagine they would for you to want to do some stuff like that. But <laughs> like, and like, so people are detrimentally raising their kids. Like, you got mm. these dudes that's out here doing being toxic and just being ain't not stand up dudes. They're not gonna stop being. I'm trying not to curse. They're not gonna stop being <laughs> not uh, ish dudes. Not ish dudes because they had a kid. You feel me? Like right. it's gonna be the same they dude. The same. So like, initially we need to start trying to to check our insecurities and mm. the things we yes. doing wrong. So we not set better examples. So so we can set a better example. So and we get not help. N- uh, nurturing uh, nurturing our kids in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of that starts at home. If you insecure mm-hmm. on how you look. Or how your body is. You're passing that same insecurity to your daughter because she's watching you mm-hmm. in the mirror be insecure. And then as she gets older, oh, her body's looking different than yours. So let me negatively, mm. she's happy. Let me negatively affect her. You know, yeah. m- moms do that, you know. Mm. But on the other side of it, too, because this is the person who's showing the fake love, right? Mm-hmm. That you consistently bumping heads with. For the person, for, for us, the one who getting all the attacks, you, we have to learn how to let it go and be okay with mm-hmm. it and if you can't say it pray for it to go away or <laughs> affirm that that energy will be removed from your life on its own you know or in a way that you can can handle it right. like you know things will fall into place as they should but if you consistently feel like somebody don't have your best interests at heart mm. That's a, some self-love stuff right there because that means that me neither. I'm not loving me either. If I'm right. constantly allowing somebody to make me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. if they want to keep hitting me with whatever the the issue, you know, and it's just like, okay, so obviously we're not that cool. Obviously we're not on as good as, of terms if we can't ever come to an understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to let go of people who cannot come to your level or you can't reach theirs. Because you, it ain't always wrong if you know if you ain't family. always on the right level. Mm-hmm. Right, they not always on it. It's somebody not hitting it. Y'all right. not coming here. Y'all both doing this consistently. So if y'all can't ever come to a common ground, then y'all gotta just separate. Separate because y'all will hurt each other consistently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you showing fake love is going to consistently hurt that person's feelings, and the person who keep getting their feelings hurt is gonna keep being dumb. That's dumb, you know, and it's it's a harsh word to say to be stupid, to be silly in a moment where something making you that uncomfortable and you going to keep even in relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, relationships, business, relation, anything. You're going to keep letting your boss tell you you ain't nothing yeah. and you're going to stay because of the, the, the dollar. Money. Right. Sometimes I feel like like myself included in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a pre determined or pre have a, a a pretty good idea of who you going to be when I interact with you or the outcome of our relationship like the character and right and but a part of me is like damn Brandon like you can't just like put that on somebody you don't even, you haven't really even got to that point with them yet you just can't say you know them or what they going to do but i try to let people prove me wrong mm-hmm. and 85% of the time people <laughs> prove me right right you know yeah. but and, am i stupid for still even though i I do the same thing. I always try to give people a chance to like prove me wrong about who they are, mm-hmm. but they always. So I, I feel so like that's an intuition thing, though. Like, I mean, you gotta like, follow mm-hmm. your gut. But I, I get hurt more because I always feel like this person could be different. Like, let's not let me not put everybody in the category. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like at this point, everybody is kind of the same, and we have to understand that people gonna be people. Like, 
That means you gotta deal with them. That means you, that means you, exactly, you don't, you don't have to deal with them, but people don't have to be in your life forever. Like, for, mm-hmm. you meet people for different reasons. Different, this person, different, yep. y'all may not get along, she may be a hater, but she just made a connection that you needed to make mm-hmm. through networking. Mm-hmm. And let it go. Right. You, you don't need do her it. no more. Y'all could be cordial, but like, you <laughs> yep. don't need to, like, people no. think you need to, everybody need to be your friend. Everybody does not need to be need your to, friend. Nope. Like, it's people I met four years ago that had maybe helped me do something or put me somewhere I need to be. And I don't even remember who they are. Mm-hmm. But like, if I see them again, I'm like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. You definitely did that for me. Mm-hmm. So people got to understand, like, people are, unless it's somebody who you, because even People should even be if, disposable. Even in friendships. Like, you got certain <laughs> friends who you know that's how she going to, like, like, me and Nita been friends for a long time. There's certain things about Nita that I know she going to do. But because I know that, I'm still chosen to be her friend, even though there's certain things that, I, that she does that annoy me. Like, Nita don't like to listen. So, but Nitty will listen <laughs> just eventually. Like, she's not going to listen to you at that exact moment. But, like, maybe a day I'm a la- different woman uh, now. No, it's, it's better now, but a day later, like, now. At first, you wouldn't get no phone call. At first, you would just be like, she wouldn't talk to you. you all, y'all would talk for a week. Then mm. she'd be like, you know what? My bad. I'm sorry. Now, you get a phone call the next day. Those those horses, y'all. Exactly. You get, a phone, you get a phone call maybe the same night or the next day about, then you know what? I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. What you say? <laughs> you was wrong, but like that's that's somebody. But that's I not be something with. that. But that's still not even a statement of bumping heads. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't. That's not a situation where you bumping heads. That's a disagreement that you we had did, with a friend. We, but we bumped so, heads. We have bumped heads, and we're like maybe we had a disagreement, and like maybe I was wrong. But I feel like as our relationship have grown, at first it used to be we would just not speak to each other. Like, we'd be mad at each yeah, other. Yeah, and speak. that's true. But that's also being young too. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is. A disagreement between friends is a disagreement between friends. I have friends that I love to the end of life that I would not talk to for a week or two because I need that space from them. Right. It does not mean you're not my best friend. I'm talking about somebody who's rebutting you in um, a way that's beyond you. When you're coming to them with something and then they always have a re- always just want to be like, no, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. No, this, you know, it's like. Not a friendship. It's not a friendship disagreement. It's a. It's more like love. a. That ain't love like at all. Shit. Shit. So, like, so what is this person? What is this person relationship to you? Is this somebody you need to be in contact with? Is this it could be like I said. It could be business. Like if you coming into saying something like, "Hey y'all, we need to do this," and then you get a rebuttal. Like and you, yeah. but you always get a rebuttal. People, it's not ever a. Okay, I hear you. I've been in situations like that. It was, I remember this one time I was um in this doing this project, and this dude will always disagree. With what the, what the consensus of majority of the room would say, mm-hmm. and I was like, bro, like you have no solutions, you are giving nothing, no good feedback, you're not adding to this. Why are you continually rejecting everything everybody else is saying? I thought I said that to him. He was just, he got quiet because like some people they need to be put in their place. Now I don't know the personnel who you're dealing with, but sometimes you gotta either work around their attitude or you gotta kind of check them a little bit if you want to continue. Yeah, that's no, but I don't think no. no. I don't agree because you can still encounter the same person and they always feel. I can say that about my dad. Like just put out there, like he's always right. Like he's always right. You can talk to him. You can try to put him in his place. You can you know tell him what it is, but. He's going to think what he's going to think, period. And he has this type of mindset to be like, you know, people, he wants people to think like him. And it's just like, that's not. So how do you get around it? Right now. (laughs) Right now. He's going to be who he is. Right. And for me, I know we clash because we're two strong-minded individuals. He says I'm really more like him than um, anybody. So, and 
that's kind of bad in a way because we just clash. clash. Right. And so from us, it's just staying away from each other. Basically what she's, <laughs> it is. But that's the reality. And then don't, it's not a bad thing all the time. Like if you come to a realization that you're okay with that, you could still love people and right. not deal with them. <sighs> you I have feel like to. you should talk about it. I feel like right, as adults, we saying. do too much of, you oh, could, that's, let me, I'm let's, don't let girl, that go Girl, you think past. talking about it gonna fix it though? I'm just let that go past. No, and she then that's when, she let it go that's past, when you, she that's didn't when say you, she let it go past. She said that's that when you decide. She came to a decision. She didn't just say, okay, I'm finna just not be close. She probably gave it plenty of perspectives like okay i'm gonna I'm right. probably try to do it this way mm-hmm. i'm gonna probably try to right and then she just stepped back but my thing is is that before you do say you know all oh, that's fake love and boom 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 you know what i mean that's, i feel like I'm you should have a conversation and, and be about, like hey i'm feeling this drift from you it's about you know what i mean i'm feeling like you doing too. this and that and i mean even in the right. point that you just brought up about the job because i actually just had a situation at my job <laughs> where i felt like you know i'm doing well you know what i mean mm-hmm. and i'm getting bad energy like What's going on? I'm selling cars. I'm supposed to be getting, you know, I'm supposed to be getting smiles and, you know, but I'm getting all of this like little like nitpicky, like little, you know, all of this. And I kind of was like, you know, I'm a woman. Okay. You know, I'm in here. This is a male dominated field. All these older men up in here. So this is just something that I should just, you know, expect, let it roll off of my back or whatever. But I really notice when I do let it roll off my back, that's when they think that it's a like, oh, we're finna keep doing this. Right. Then when I check that, you know, I let them know that ain't, you know what I'm saying? Then I don't have to worry about it. And then that's you know cool. what I mean? And right. then that's like according, because there will be those people's that people that if you do let it roll off your back, you mm-hmm. do just be like, okay, you know, whatever like that. They'll keep on doing it. And especially if it's a situation where you see them all the time, they're going to keep running over over you you and and stepping all over you just like they've been doing. That's why I think communication is key. Sometimes people... Some people, some people are unaware of themselves. Like, Mm -hmm. you got some people who are really self-aware. A lot of people that are unaware of themselves. So instead of me, me just cutting them off I like to keep the line of communication open because maybe you're not aware of how you're treating me and how your actions are making other people right feel. and you could say that to them but what like you know at the end of the day nobody wrong about any of this mm-hmm. it's about the consistency of the head bumping you know what I'm saying if you yep. try to address it right and you say just in a very understanding yep. you know and yeah. it's still just like the mm, same out- say, and it's like okay you know what it's Mm-hmm. I love Deuces. you mm-hmm. <laughs> from a distance now. From a love and happiness, people. I gotta go. I gotta yeah. go because my happiness. Is I don't key. need that energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the people, and you know, and if I you, think it's about recognizing your limits. It mm-hmm. is because also people. you have to see how everybody reacting too. Right. You can't just be like, oh, it's just you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to see, check yourself in it too. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wait, okay, did I do this wrong or did I do this? Right. Assess the whole. Uh, 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 assess the whole did, situation. How do the other people feel about it? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. But mm-hmm. if this is just that one energy that's not fitting the rest of it, mm-hmm. for for the sake of your sanity and your happiness, if you're bumping heads with the because of fake love, remove yourself. You are not tied at the hip. To somebody who's causing you pain, who is causing you irritation, who is causing you unhappiness, and who's making you feel little. Mm-hmm. If anybody's making you feel little, you're not the little twin. You you could separate. You not what's them twins called that be conjoining? I mean, conjoining twins. Don't be afraid. To <laughs> Nobody's conjoined. My head is not attached to yours, honey. We don't have to bump. 
Our heads don't have to bump. Right. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thank <laughs> you for the time we spent, you know, in any capacity. But check y'all people, you know, and don't be scared. Mm-hmm. I had to. I never. And that's one thing about me. Brandon could say, it too. I've never been scared to speak my mind. If I feel like you're doing something that's making me uncomfortable, I'm I going feel to say right. something. I don't feel right. I, I might have said it, it a lot more aggressive <laughs> <Right>. before. <laughs> But, but at the end of the day, you made me feel some type of way. You think you're going to be mm-hmm. in my space making me feel weird? No, we mm-hmm. got to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. And if the talk don't work, it's been great. It's been great. So, Keith, you got want to say something before we close out? Oh, no. I was just going to say... Uh, <laughs> um, New music on the way, you know what I'm saying? New music on the way. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Nadia, for coming through. Yay, yes, fun. you were great. Thank, thank Nadia, you guys. she didn't say it, but she got recently engaged. I was looking at Oh, I did. Yes. I did see that, Period. Pooh got nice ring. I was wondering. I was going to ask all here. Yes. Shout out to my fiance, Darian Williams. Period, Pooh. <laughs> He's a personal trainer, so you guys should hit him up, too. No, real talk. I'm trying to get two, super <laughs> tall. But yes, queens deserve kings. And yes. I'm happy yes, you yes, have yours. Yes, yes, I'm truly happy. Pro-black. We do this every... <laughs> right on. Pro-black, <laughs> period. He's huh? a black He's man. Black, right? He is. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. We do this black every black single black. week. <laughs> every week, y'all, we are here in the Q4 studio. <laughs> Six to eight on Tuesdays. You can listen live or you can listen on any podcasting yes. site Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, everything. Ooh. You know, I really have went through all of the lists and tried to put this show on every single one That's just dope. to spread what we're doing here. If you want to be on the show, authors, entrepreneurs, musicians, creatives, people, just a person if you mm. feel like you need have something to say you can submit to us and we will evaluate if you know it works with what we're doing here at the station but anybody's welcome in this studio and we love love it's unigang in this beach gang gang Till we talk to you guys next week with a very special guest i'm very excited about peace love and happiness You're listening to Nitty's Knocker right here on Q4 Radio, your source for good news, good vibes, and a whole lot of fun.